What's up, people? It's episode five. We're back. You're back listening to the first and the best college athlete hosted podcast. Subject to change with yours truly, Jordan McCabe. And this is the Jordan McCabe podcast. Still trying to nail down that name. But yeah, that intro took 12 takes and we're here. What did I do this week? Um, played a basketball played game. Played a basketball game. Uh, when this comes out, folks, college basketball will be fully underway uh, this Tuesday. Um, so, obviously, super exciting time, best time of year. If you don't believe this time right now is the best time of year, right? Like yeah. They, I, I don't know. Part of me people, feels like the, the little period with like NBA playoffs and NHL playoffs at the same time. The, the, and, like, MLB starts up, like, I don't know. I really like that time of year. This time is good, though. Worst time of year is when the NBA Finals finish up mm-hmm. and then yep. all top ten plays are baseball plays and you're just, like, it's, like, the same catch in the outfield. The guy dives and you're, like, I can do that, but you really can't. But that's my personal opinion. Anyways, so, yeah, NCAA is getting underway. The, the NBA is in full force right now. Uh, let's take a trip around the league real quick. Trey Young getting Steve Nash comparisons. Some people say too soon. I've been saying that since he was playing in high school. I mean, his his vision, everybody, you know, freaks out about, you know, oh, his shot selection and this and that. Percentage-wise, if you go down the list, I mean, there's not too many guys like him or Nash doing what they do scoring and shooting-wise. I think he's arguably the best, you know, one of the best scoring like two-way type point cards if you want to look at it like that I shouldn't say two-way there's a lot of really good defensive point cards but Trey Young getting Steve Nash comparisons well deserved obviously he's coming off injury I hope that gets better Doncic has better stats in his first NBA first 76 NBA games than LeBron did shock you at all he's better <laughs> hot take from Sean McNeil Luka Doncic is better than LeBron James <laughs> Oh, my God. From the absolute clouds, everyone, comes Sean McNeil putting in his case for why he should be on this podcast and talking a lot more. I don't know about that one. I'm not going to say any more on that. We're going we're gonna to go on. Do you see LeBron's uh, Halloween costume? Yes. Did you like it? Freaked me out a little it bit. It scared me a little bit, Gave me weird vibes. Yeah, it's, you it's, see it? It scared me. I saw some steps, so. What's Steph doing? Steph was Buzz, Buzz Lightyear. Lightyear. Oh, yeah, that was pretty cool. LeBron's down the sidewalk. <clears throat> yeah. LeBron's is a little, little creepy. Something about hands. the makeup. Yeah, the makeup was what freaked me out. Yeah. Big time. Edward Scissor's hands. Oh, wow. Scissor hands. Scissor's hands. I don't know. I had to ask somebody who he was, honestly. Yeah. Freaked me out a little bit. Gave me like, a couple uneasy vibes. Did you dress up? Any of you? Sean. Uh, I dress up as a picnic blanket. So you wore flannel? Yeah. I, I have these flannel pants. They're like pajama pants, but they look like a picnic blanket. And then I have the same sort of like nice. hoodie. Yeah. So I just wore that and people were asking me what I was. And then once I told them, they were like, oh, that's awesome. And before I told them, everyone just like, giving me weird looks, but it was fine. It was fine. Next year, I'll probably go harder, like actually buy something on Amazon or something. I felt completely offended. I dressed up as Gardner Minshew and the number of people who asked me who I was. What? I have a... A mustache drawn in, right? Little goatee looking thing. I'm wearing a Washington State shirt cut off yeah. with jean shorts on. You doing No Shade November? 
Are you participating in that? Oh my God, it's November. Yeah. And yes, 100%. Now I am. I love it. I think I'm going to do it. All right, folks. First five episodes and we've already had a lot going on facial hair-wise. I had the mustache and now it's no shave November. You guys are in for a treat. My beard's really patchy, so not really a treat. You're just going to be like, oh, what the hell is that the whole time? But we're going to do it. Katie admits this week that his altercation with Draymond played part in him leaving the Warriors. Makes sense. I mean, yeah, people are expect you, they say like, oh, you know, you're paid all this money, like that little stuff can't happen. That's just normal altercation, blah, blah, blah. But, but you're still a human. Stuff plays into it. Makes sense. Yep. You know? I don't know. I'm excited to see him play with the Nets. That's all I know. But we're talking about egos. And some people think our guest today has an ego. You know who Julian Newman is? Julian Newman? No? Alex isn't. I will. Up to date. I will. He will and you will. <laughs> Julian Newman, somebody who has taken over a large chunk of the internet when it comes to basketball and social media and the combination of that. Super exciting. He's definitely, you know, a big time personality. Uh, he's got his own reality TV show. That's more than a lot of us can say. Sean, you got your own reality TV show? It's just unaired. Sean McNeil is going to have one eventually. Yeah. It's my shooting guard in the background. If you guys don't know who Sean McNeil is, you will. By the time this one airs, we're going to play our first game and you'll know by then. So get used to that. But Sean's not my guest. Julian Newman is my guest. Welcome him to the show, to the podcast. Super excited about this conversation. And here we go. All right, everybody. We talked about it. You know who's coming on. We're super excited to have Julian Newman here. Uh, he's, he's calling in right now. Uh, we're going to start this off and, and get a few things rolling with him. Uh, Julian, how you doing, man? Doing good, bro. Appreciate you having me. Hey, of course, man. Of course. Uh, we had, uh, Nate Robinson on, uh, last week and now we got you, you know, who Nate Robinson is, right? Of course. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you guys are similar, right? Would you say? Yeah. yeah. I, I say similar. Yeah, no doubt. You guys are just a little bit, a little bit different age bracket. But other than that, you guys are similar players. You got a little bit of fire. You got fire to you, right? Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes, sir. Yeah, that that uh that seems to get you a little bit. So I follow you uh, as well as millions of other people do. Uh, you know, I've, you know, I'm a, I'm a fan of the show. I love watching. You know, everything that's going on with you. You're doing something. You know that not a lot of people have done. You're a trailblazer, man. So. We're excited to have you on, but talk to me a little bit about what's going on in your life right now. Just give me a little update. Give the people an update. Got you. Uh, so, yeah, just getting ready for my senior season. I'm saying uh, uh, my dad opened up a new school, so it's, it's all new. I'm saying. Wait, the Prodigy Prep, right? Is that right? Yeah, yeah. So that's a real that's a real place. Yeah, yeah. Talk to me a little bit about that, man. I got to hear I got to hear this. I need to hear it. Yeah, so it's like. Uh, I've been in a school for a long time, and we just left and made our own like prep school. And you know, it's it's taking off. Our team's already better. We got like more teams, you know, post grad girls team, uh, JV team, and yeah, it's just I ain't expected to be like that, honestly. So your dad, you're telling me one day he was like, "All right, we're gonna we're gonna forget all this traditional stuff. We're just gonna build our own school." And he went in the backyard, started digging holes, and built this school. Is that what you got going on? Uh, so like yeah, right now we're running out of like a, a YMCA. Okay, I hear you. 
but uh, you know, so did he build the YMCA or no? <laughs> no, he didn't build it. <laughs> but uh, so basically, like you know, next year is when we plan to get our own facility and stuff like that. That's but uh, yeah, so that's been it's been good. Yeah, so actually, like he, he think about it for a couple years, and you know, finally just did it this year. That's great, man. No, that's really cool. I mean. I, I know you probably get the comparison a lot, but, you know, what the Ball family kind of did um, in, in kind of paving the way, you know, in sorts of, of doing a different thing instead of the traditional high school route. Uh, the Ball family did their thing. You guys are doing your thing. Uh, they're similar but different. Um, and it's, it's pretty crazy to, to sit down and follow. Uh, and you guys have your own reality, you know, show which is called Hello Newman's. If you guys aren't aware of it, go check that out. Uh, it's awesome. Super entertaining. Tell me, so how old are you right now? Uh, just turned 18 last month. So you're 18, and the first time – what? how long ago did this show, Hello Newman, start? Like a whole year ago, November last year. That, that was – okay, so a year ago it started. You're 17 years old, and, you know, most kids are just worrying about, you know – passing algebra class and now you're doing a reality tv show when you're 17 is that hard for you is there an adjustment there you got kids do you have cameras in your face 24 7 with that stuff or what is it uh a lot of times yeah cameras uh but you know it's like it's not every day all day but it's just like a couple weeks out the month a couple weeks okay so you still get your time to be you know you and and go do your own thing yeah for sure nice it's not really, it's not uh, hard at all. But you know, when it when it happens, you know, you gotta like clear your day and stuff like that. Yeah. But nah, I'm blessed to have it because you know many people would kill to be in my position, and so I just like gotta take advantage of it because it's a blessing, honestly. Yeah. Oh no doubt. Your dad was he? Is he kind of the mastermind behind this? Uh, he's always just been like. I don't really know. He's just been – he's always been getting the stuff, always been getting, like, people – Everybody come to him for everything, so. Yeah, no, he's he's progressive. He's kind of always always thinking. He's one of those people, right? Yeah, yeah, for no, sure. That's awesome. That's really good. So, you you finished season one of Hello Newman. Season two is coming up. You already filmed season two, right? Uh, Yeah, just about everything, just, yep. Just about done. Anything crazy in season two that you can let out? A little teaser for us? Oh man, I don't even. Oh no, it's so so much stuff. Like I don't even remember what season two. <laughs> I hear you. Okay, so they're just gonna have to tune in. That's good stuff. Hey, me and you got something in common. You were, you, you met probably probably the cool. Oh, I gotta be careful. I gotta be careful. There's a lot of really cool women on TV, but probably de- definitely top three, top five coolest women on TV, we both got a chance to go on a show, uh, The Ellen DeGeneres Show. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 How, how old were you when you went on that? Uh, like 11. You were 11. I was about the age that I went on, too. You uh, you remember anything from that, really? I know that was a little bit ago. Uh, no, I was just how, like, how, how nervous I was to go on yeah. that. Is that where a lot of it started for you? Like, I mean, the fame stuff? Oh, yeah, for sure. It started with uh, the Steve Harvey Show. Steve Harvey was the first one. Steve Harvey, yep. And then Conan O'Brien. And then, like, all, like, the other stations. 
if I made you pick your favorite shows, <laughs> not a lot of people get to answer this question, Julian, but Steve Harvey, Conan O'Brien, or Ellen DeGeneres, which one was your favorite one? Uh, I say Conan O'Brien. Conan? Yeah, he was funny. Like, yeah. No disrespect to anybody else, but he was funny. He just, I don't know, they, I feel like they treat us well, and he's cool. Yeah, I never got that opportunity. You're big time. I, I got the Ellen, and they're like, eh, Conan was like, nah, I, I got this kid, Julian. I'm going to wait for him, so. That's what happened with me. But, uh, you know, how do you balance that? You know, you are a celebrity. How do you balance being a celebrity and being – or is it just part of your life now and you've just kind of learned to, you know, balance that as a celebrity, that just being your whole kind of life? Uh, yeah, I say, like, it's basically my life, I guess. Like, I just I wake up, you know what I'm saying, go hoop, and – I don't know. It's just been my life. That's, that's wild. So, you know, with this, you've done a lot of crazy things. You've got to experience a lot of different things and meet a lot of different people. I'm seeing Floyd Mayweather. You met him? What's Floyd like? Uh, he's cool. He's like, you saying you see him, you think like he's, you know, like everybody's view of him. If you don't like him, you know, it's not something good. But, but yeah. you know, he's actually a good dude. I'm saying he, he looks out for people around him takes care of many people like yeah hundreds of people and uh, he's cool he's like you know he he respects my grind and of course i respect his best fighter of all time my opinion and um yeah no, his kids are really cool i'll be hanging out with them and uh yeah, he good dude for real for real. how long would you last in a ring with floyd mayweather um <laughs> if i said if i said julian listen i'm gonna give you a million dollars Going in a ring with Floyd Mayweather, you gotta last thirty seconds. Uh, I'm running. You stay on your feet for thirty seconds. You getting that million dollars? I'm running. <laughs> You're just gonna run around the ring. I'm gonna run. <laughs> Here's my big question for you, and I, I was thinking about this as soon as they told me you were coming on the show. Is what's what's the deal next year? You're a senior in high school, and there's obviously you've heard of the things going on with the NCAA. Uh, a lot of things are changing and shifting. Um, but is college even an option at this point? I, I, I'm not sure. I don't follow that closely. But is college even an option uh, for you at this point? Uh, it is, but um, – And if you can't talk about some stuff, don't – I mean, that, that's your life. No, no, for sure. Uh, it's cool. Um, but not – it's still an option. Um, but leaning more towards overseas for sure. So you're going to try to go professional right away? Yeah, yeah, for sure. That's basically the plan. But over, I mean, but um, college is still an option. You got any area like? Has there been talks and stuff? You allowed to, you know, country wise, because you could end up in the hills of Lithuania. We know that ended up over there. Is that possible? Uh, now, right now, the two like you know ones that are like you know uh, I'm hearing about from my dad is China and Australia, are the two you know main ones talking. So no, Australia's great, man. Yeah, Australia would be really great. Other than the fact that they got – you afraid of spiders? Yeah, heck yeah. <laughs> if they're not afraid of spiders. They got, like, 17,000 other things that can, like, kill you. It's the weirdest, like, continent in the world. It's got all this stuff, but don't 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 worry about that. Just lock yourself in the gym and you'll be good. You'll be good. But, but China or Australia are the two that you're looking into right now? Yeah. Do you know how to speak Chinese? Heck no. <laughs> You're going to have to learn. That's going to be a whole episode on Hello Newman. Julian's trying to learn Chinese because I'll I, I tune into that one. 
let's see here. Dykeman, next stop. Okay, so so you you went and played at Dykeman. Personally, that's that's a place. It's it's that in the Drew League. Like I've always, you know, those are the that's the New York kind of L.A. cross country, two different kinds of basketball. You went and took on, you know, the New York style of basketball, which is obviously hostile. It's gritty. It's a tough environment. Talk to me a little bit about your your trip over there. So yeah, um, you know. I- Nah, I love playing there. It's like, it's like no other for real. Mm-hmm. But when I, I played there, I mean, myself, I, I shut myself down. Like, I just couldn't hit a shot. I was like two for like seven from the mm-hmm. three. And it was not nah, like, you know, you know how people be. You have a bad game. Everybody's on your head. And Well, yeah. I mean, for somebody who's always got, you know, that's the limelight. That's what it does. And, and you've learned how to deal with that for sure. For sure. So I had, you know. I mean, in my opinion, and everybody's opinion, like a terrible game. But, you know, it's not that, like, somebody shut me down or people shut me down. It's, I couldn't shoot the ball out there. Yeah. That's what it was. And any, anybody who plays basketball realizes that there's times where you yourself, you know, you feel like you're in your own way, you know. And, and you know, that can be in a lot of different forms. And like I said, basketball players and people who have actually played the game understand that you know you start missing shots that you know you can hit and you might start pressing a little bit more is that some of the stuff that you you try to you know focus on because there's this fine line between you know you trying to not press you know maybe you miss a few in a row and then you're not trying to press and and make something happen that's not there and then kind of compound mistakes but you're also you and that's kind of what makes you Julian Newman is that you don't really care you know I'm not, I'm not saying you don't care about what's going on but you have this short-term memory where it's always on to the next would you would you say that's kind of your mentality yeah that's what I'm trying to you know when I was younger it's been you know I, I should dwell on stuff like that but now it's like you saying if you worried about you know last game or last shot it's gonna mess up the next few games the next few shots so right you gotta move on like yeah so you know it's been like um I've learned to deal with all that <laughs> But nah, people be you know how it is. You know what I'm saying? I used to watch you, you know what I'm saying? You used to be Yeah, yeah. You used to watch me? No, I'm just yeah. watching stuff and you're like, ah, oh, forget him. Nah, I used to watch you for real, for real. For real? I got you. The first time I seen was um you was jumping like them two, three balls. <laughs> Probably on the Ellen show, yeah. Yeah. It was on that um remember you had like it was like the the news channel one. Oh, come yeah, come on four. So I was in Seattle when that happened. Um, yeah. Now that that inspired me to like practice my two balls. Yeah. Oh uh, yeah, I ain't gonna lie. I had a hand in Julian Newman's development. Uh oh. That's no. That that's awesome to hear, man. That's really really cool, actually, because it's this whole like you know interconnected web of you know social media and sports now, and it's it's pretty cool to to see how that that kind of you know turned out for us. That's that's good stuff. What do you what do you got next? What's going on for Julian Newman? What what's next in your life? What are you looking forward to? I'm looking forward for the season to start. It's like two weeks away from the first game. You guys haven't started practicing yet, have you? Yeah, we started practicing. Practice. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we're like two weeks away from the first game. And uh I just can't wait to go off. You know what I'm yeah. You see I can't believe because I feel like the other day I was like in fifth grade. Yeah, it goes quick. It goes quick, brother. 
it's going to go even faster for you, especially, you know, you're talking about, you know, going right into the, you know, pros, which is, you know, a viable option now. Um, and, and really, you know, a lot of kids are looking to do that. And, you know, if you have the skill to do it, I say, why not go chase after that? Uh, you know, but you got a lot of things that kind of follow you, um, you know, from you being younger and always being in the spotlight you got haters, right? You got people who, especially with the internet, man, you got trolls, whatever you want to call them. People who, who sit behind this computer and talk, how do you, how do you deal with that? You know, is that ever, I got to imagine your mentality kind of shuts that stuff off, but how has that ever got to you? How do you deal with that? Does your dad or, you know, parents, do they help you through that stuff? Cause I know mine did uh, big time. I'm not sure about you. Talk to me about that stuff. Um, yeah. So, when I was like younger, it used to like I used to like read comments and stuff like that. It used to kind of get to me. But yeah, that was like the first year after that. You read, you read through your comments? Nah, n- not anymore. Like I haven't for years. Like I don't. Really? Yeah, at all. And uh, you know, of course, I'll see some here and there because it's there. Yeah, that that's hard sometimes is because something you 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 almost want to as a competitor kind of look through and see what people are saying. Some people say that's actually good. Yeah, yeah, no, for sure. Like, it fills you, you know what I'm saying? Like, uh, it just makes me want to work harder. Yeah. But now I've dealt with it like just, I mean, regardless, they, they're commenting, they're watching, so they're helping me out, you know what I'm saying? They're helping me get to, to where I want to be by, you know, viewing my stuff and making me more popular. Right. And, you know, the game's not all about being popular, but, you know, mm-hmm. in that sense. And whatever they're saying, you know, make me work harder. And, and, you know, if you're a fan or a hater, you're still a fan because you're still reviewing my stuff and you're still, you know, you're giving me the energy. So, <laughs> yeah. That's right. They must like you enough. That's what I always thought. They like you enough to go say something. They took time out of their day to, you know, try to get your attention. So, to me, that's that's kind of a fan either way. Me, I'm not going to comment on something. I don't, I'm not interested in you, know you ever comment back to people? See, this is my thing, because I used to have a problem. I used to try to comment back to people, and I don't think any of them really, really taken off because my dad has done a really good job with that. But I, I've, I've been – there's been a couple where I'm like, all right, I'm going to say something back. You ever done that? Uh, that, yeah, around like, like fifth, fifth, sixth grade, I used to answer everything. <laughs> I used to argue with everything. <laughs> And you, you never, you can't win those because they, they just keep going back and forth, and it's a, it's a Twitter thread and whatever. That's hilarious. Like you just miss everything. Some will argue all day, and some will like, you like, oh, uh, I, I didn't mean that. But yeah, no, oh, bro, you actually responded to me. I was just, I was just playing, bro. I was just, no, I really respect you. I didn't mean that other stuff. That's, that's funny. That is exactly what happens. Hey, uh, that's all the time we got for today. Um, I really appreciate you coming on, Julian. To be honest, at, you know, at 18, I'm super excited to just watch you grow and develop, not only as a basketball player, uh, but just a, a cool dude and a personality because that's what you have. Julian, thank you very much, brother. I appreciate you. All right, everyone. That was Julian Newman. And obviously, not only can he hoop, but he can talk and he's very good at it. Uh, that's kind of what happens when you've had a camera in front of your face for three plus years in a row actually probably more than that no he he killed it super happy that he came on and hopefully we can you know follow along with the new season of his reality tv show that's coming out uh produced or created by overtime so be on the lookout for that 
uh, and hopefully we get him back on to talk a little bit later. Let me know what you guys think about that one. Last segment, fan love. You guys know what it is. It's questions from you to me. You can direct those to any of my socials, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, whatever. By the way, YouTube, I'm going to try to start getting my videos up onto there. Send an email to askaskjordan at itsovertime.com. Once again, askjordan at itsovertime.com. Submit your questions. You could end up on here. The first and the best college athlete hosted podcast. And I'm getting better at saying that, folks. Fan love this week submitted by uh, Izion Garner. I think that's how you say it. Is Julian Newman overrated? Uh, I mean, you can go through and, and scroll down his, his comments on Instagram and see a bunch of people saying he is. Uh, my opinion, no, he's not. Uh, he's a kid who went a different route than a lot of other people, and that not only takes a whole hell of a lot of courage, but it takes the right people around you and a really unique situation, which he has. He found the opportunity and he took hold of it. So for that reason, not overrated at all. Uh, he's putting work in. Um, you see that, uh, and it's it's gotten in places. People love to use that word when uh, they're not doing something that somebody else is at a really high level, if you want to be honest. I look back at people calling other people overrated and where they are compared to where the person they're saying is overrated is. That's just my take on that. Second question submitted by Micah Jensen on IG. Uh, what was it like to be a childhood star? How much pressure is that put on you now? Uh, I wouldn't consider myself a star at any point in my life. Uh, I did a lot of cool things and had a lot of great opportunities. Um, but I was just thankful you know, for them and all the things that it prepared me for. Pressure actually helped in, in the reverse. Some people think that that puts pressure on you. It actually took some off of me. I wouldn't be sitting here doing a podcast if I didn't have those, you know, opportunities as a, you know, young man. Because I wouldn't know how to talk in the way that I'm trying to get better at and learn through this podcast. Uh, but I wouldn't even have a base or a foundation. Um, and people have always told me that kind of growing up when I had those opportunities. As I talked and learned how to do it and hold out a conversation, uh, like I was much older than I was like 11 when I was having these conversations, people felt that I was, you know, Beyond my years in that, they told me should, you know, find a way to uh, really try to take that and do something with it. You know, your ability to speak is is kind of ahead of the curve at this point. So me being a childhood star, uh, some people want to say it has prepared me for a lot of things that I'm dealing with now. So I appreciate that question, man, and appreciate all the opportunities I had. Third question submitted by uh, Take It Easy Peasy. Uh, if you had to play a sport other than basketball, what would it be? Golf. Golf, 100%. Sean McNeil uh, loves that. Great answer. Shocking. Really? It's not a team sport. <clears throat> so you think I would have – yeah. I thought you would have been like – That's fair. I don't know. Well, yeah, what would you say like if you were to ask me that question and didn't know my answer? I see Jordan as a shortstop. Swimming. <laughs> Don't you, you have to be tall? Be on the swim team. No, you need leverage. Nah. Yes, you do. All right, swimmers are tall. Michael Phelps like six five. Yeah, but he's a he's a specimen, dude. He's an Olympic swimmer. I'm just talking about D one. I'm talking about maybe D two. <laughs> I don't know. I don't. Maybe know. community. I can see you doing golf. I can see you doing golf. Golf would be tough, man. <laughs> 
tear up just thinking about it. I love golf. I really do. Me too. This offseason, I didn't golf very much just because I was dealing with injury and stuff like that. But, um, yeah, I would definitely play golf. Uh, I'm obsessed with it but don't have the time to be as obsessed as I want to be with it. So that's also dangerous. Here we go. Final question submitted at A20FOO. F-O-FOO. What's something every college coach is looking for? Guy who listens. Uh, And, you know, honestly, it's something that, you know, you may not realize. uh, And it seems like a really easy skill. But it's, it's honestly not always easy because you do think, you know, you know, you have experiences that you've gone through and you've done certain things and all this. You got it all figured out. You got things figured out, but you don't. So if they have a bunch of really coachable guys and guys that listen, they can put together a team, you know. And that's a, that's a trait that isn't just in you or not in you. It's something you work on. So, uh, yeah, being coachable, uh, which – is pretty much doing anything that a coach asks you to do. Because if you're going – we're talking college coaches. You get to choose, in a sense, where you go to college, um, you know, based on who wants you to come. But you get to choose a coach and his system and what he's built. And for that reason, you should be 100% bought in and willing to do whatever uh, for them, whatever they say is law. So you learn how to follow that, and a college coach will will love you because in terms of skill set, yes, you're always going to have really high-skilled guys that are wanted by every coach, but every coach is looking for something a little bit more, and it's also a separator. Uh, it makes good great. My dad always used to say there's every, every class there's probably, well, let's say every 10 years, there's hundreds of Kobe Bryant's. There's only one Kobe Bryant, though, and the same thing with Michael Jordan and LeBron. There's guys with that kind of body type and build, but the reason they're generational players is they have all that plus that that little extra stuff, the intangibles. You've heard people talk about them on top of the fact that they're extremely talented, you know, God-gifted, and, you know, in, in Kobe and LeBron and all those guys' cases, extremely athletic. So you put it all together and you get a once-in-a-lifetime player – uh, but every college coach is looking for those intangibles. And then, you know, we can make up for, for other things because if you're coachable, those other things and the gaps you have will close because that's their job. So that's what coaches are looking for. If you're out there playing AU, um, if you're playing high school basketball or whatever, or getting ready to do that and thinking about, you know, well, how am I going to get onto a college roster? Be that guy who does all the little things right. Which brings us into our wrap up. Uh, I was thinking about this today. We try to always end on a little something for you to take through your week, whatever week this gets or whatever day of the week this gets released. Hoping to try to start getting that on Mondays, um, whether it's your Monday motivation or not. Not as much motivation, but just a little tidbit for you to take. Discipline is a learned trait, um, and it also garners a lot of opportunities and success in the, in the future um, that you don't realize so what I mean by discipline is it's all the little things. Uh, we all know what's right and wrong. We all know what's easy and hard. Uh, and if we make the right decision on every single time, then when the big decisions come, you know, that, that require discipline, 
you're able to make it. So just go out there and do the right thing this week. Uh, my grandpa was big on that stuff. Uh, so thought I'd share that with you. Uh, Jocko, who I always bring up, uh, talks a lot about that as well on his podcast and his Instagram and all his stuff. So go ahead and, and, and check him out. But discipline is a learned trait. Uh, it's something that you, it's really cool because if you're obsessed with getting better and you're ex- obsessed with, you know, growth or whatever it may be, discipline is the number one thing that you need to focus on. And it's not something you need to go to a gym and it's not something you need to, you know, be working out or be, you know, amped up to do or work on. Discipline can be worked on doing any little thing. Like I'm thinking about wrapping these cords up after we finish up in this, this podcast. And if I don't do that, you know, the right way, the easy way is to just bundle it all up and throw it in the box. The right way and the disciplined way is a learned trait over all those little things, wrapping it up the right way, putting it back in there. I know that's a weird uh, example, but that's what I'm saying. Do the little things right uh, and those compound into you being a very disciplined person. That's another thing college coaches are looking for uh, and employers and people that are important in this world. All right, so go do the right thing every time this week or the best you can and be nice to people. We love you and we'll see you next week. Peace. I'm kind of tired of everyone wanting to be like us, Chloe. I mean, but we fire though. That's true. So if you want to check out the rest of the videos, they're right here. Heat. And you know you got to subscribe because you got to get fly like us. Got big on. You know?